Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. And Nitro's Garage for all your automotive needs. Call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage. Ask for Jack. peeps Matty rock here with mr andrew anderson the taskmaster kevin sullivan and our special guest mr billy silverman thank you billy for being on the show tonight we appreciate you brother hey no i appreciate you guys having me it's a great pleasure to be on with andrew and especially kevin sullivan i've worked for kevin for a long long time i've known kevin for a long time and he's a super super good guy and he also is just an incredible genius when it comes to the business oh thank you billy did, did you send them how much PayPal did, did it cost for that? That's a ringing endorsement. That's between me and you, Billy. I just, I just heard Kevin's phone in the background. Beep. 
150 yeah. seems light for PayPal, Kev. I'm just saying. It, it does. It does. I thought the same thing. I should have asked for more, but that's okay. <laughs> so the, the cool part is, is you guys have a lot of history together, Billy. I'm going to let the, I'm going to let Andrew start off with some of the questions, and I know you and Kev can do quite some history together, so I'm going to let uh, Andrew start off on this one. Yeah, well, absolutely. Billy, last time I saw you, we did. We were at the, um, the WrestleMania weekend in uh, Tampa, right? Yes, yeah. We were at yep. WrestleMania Tampa, and before that was right before COVID when you refed one of my matches for uh, um, Cahagas' Thunder Championship Wrestling. Thunder Championship Wrestling, yep, yep. exactly. In Winter Haven, Florida, so... And uh, and me, me and you have worked a lot in the past, and we've been oh, friends absolutely, for absolutely. Oh, and we've been in stayed in touch and talked, and you know, Facebooked and everything. So yeah, no, I'm I, I feel honored that I've gotten to meet you. You know, you're all over the place, my friend. Listen to me, and I, and I'm doing my best to bring you with me. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Senior official. I appreciate that very much. You know, so um, and uh, obviously our relationship with Kevin. Both of us have worked with Kevin a lot over the years. That that was a bond for me and you. Yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely. Because like I said, Kevin is a great guy. I, I don't even want to say how many years I've known Kevin. I started in 85 and I met Kevin, I think, in like 86 sometime around there. Yeah, wow. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because remember, I was when I started, I broke in with Mario Savoldi and right. you, were in, you were in Boston at the time and you would come up a few times up to Maine. And that's how I had originally met you. Yeah, yeah, we were running uh, against Vince up there. Yes, yep, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then you and Tony Rumble became very good friends. Yeah. And I used to work for Tony as well, and I was friends with Tony. So there's always been that really kind of cool connection with you and I, Kevin. So I just, I feel grateful that I've gotten to meet so many great people, but especially you. I've always been a big fan of yours. I've been a fan of your booking and just seeing what you did, you have done with WCW. I mean, you were a big part of taking that from not being what it was to what it became. Well, thank you for the kind words, Billy. But think about this. One night I looked in the dress room. Guys, I want you to think about this. Here's the talent I had in the dress room. I had Blackjack Mulligan, Barry Windham, Mike Rotunda, Austin Idol, Mark Lewin, King Curtis, Bruiser Brody, Gary Hatt, Abdullah the Butcher, Jumpin' Joe Savoli, and... Uh, Superstar. Superstar Billy Graham. That's not, yep. a bad, that's not a bad dress room to start, is it? No, it's not. That's a that's like a who's who of all the yeah. greats that have you know been in the business. So yeah, yeah no, that's a that's an incredible dressing room, and all those people came through. Yeah, who was running it at that time? Was it was it Angelo or Mario? Who was, uh, was, was Angelo running it still, or, or was it Mario? It was Angelo. I mean Mario, but he had a, a backer. And that's how he got all, he was on TVs across the country. Yeah, he was, he was. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why, how I originally hooked up with uh, Mario because their TVs were in all the Florida towns. Yes, they were, they were, because they used to bring up Florida talent. They brought up, God, like you said, Luger. all the names that you said, yeah. they brought up. Wahoo, Luger, Slinker, and... Uh, so how they got the TVs, his backer owned the rights to the uh, Bugs Bunny cartoons. 
Oh, so wow. he, would go, he would go in, into TV uh, studios and meet with the program director. And everybody wants that for Saturdays for, you know, the kids. And he'd yeah. say, well, as they're making the deal, he said, oh, yeah, there's one more caveat. You got to take this wrestling show. That's how they got on the, all those good wow. channels. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The deal, huh? What? Bugs Bunny sweetened the deal. <laughs> well, without the cartoons, they I don't think they, they were on big, powerful stations. They too. were. They were all yeah. over the whole United States. They were yeah. in the New York market. They were in New Jersey. I mean, they had quite a thing going for themselves. Watch it. I watch it. What? I used to watch it, Kevin. It was up here in New Jersey. Uh, and yeah. then later on, Mario, when he had that, uh, um, what is what was it called? Uh, International World Class Championship Wrestling. That was on when he bought yeah. some world class over there in the Texas area, I think. And briefly, very briefly, didn't he? Yeah. He did a lot of, too. I mean, I worked with, he brought in the AWA guys. I worked with those guys. I mean, he brought in, at one time, he brought in the Canadian office. That's how originally I met wow. Ming. Was, he was at the, in the Canadian office with, like, Gino Brito, Dino Bravo, uh, Richard Charlou, um, just a whole host of all those guys that were in the Montreal office. And, again, that's how I met Ming originally, who's become one of my very, very closest and dear friends. Great guy. Great guy. People, People don't understand how much money he drew in Montreal. He was over in Montreal, big time. Big and, money. And the funny thing was, after Mario kind of folded the tent, that let Tony Rumble go into the towns in New England. And Tony used to draw big crowds. I remember the first time I actually worked for Tony. I don't know if you were there, Billy, but he, he ran Bill Ricker. Yes, he had absolutely. Yeah, he had a solo guy. Tony was a very smart guy. He was, he was. And it's just, he didn't have the TV, though, behind him. That was the no. problem. Yeah, but he he got, uh, he had a, uh, a friend that, this is when telemarketing first started. Do you remember this? Oh, he, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he'd have telemarkets call, and that's how he sold out all those buildings. Oh, yeah, I remember now. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And I can't think of the guy's name. There was a guy that he did a bunch of shows with Tony yeah. like that. And I can't for the life of me think of his name. I just don't know. But yeah, you're right. I remember that. Belrica. Um, where else did he used to run? Uh, it was Belrica, Melrose. Um, trying to think of some Walpole. of the... Walpole. 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 And he ran towns in Connecticut. Connecticut, yeah, Wallingford, Connecticut, because he had, I, I think, I almost want to say, if, I don't know if you remember this, Kevin, was it his cousin or somebody he yep. was related to that owned that Toyota dealership? Were you there the night I had the riot there with his cousin? Yes! <laughs> I, I, I put his cousin to sleep. And they Tommy Savoldi? What? Was it Tommy Savoldi? No, 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 no. This is this was the Savoldis weren't involved in this. This oh, was the Tony Rumble Tony, thing. Rumble. Tony Rumble, his cousin owned a huge car dealership and yep. he had like 20 car uh, people working yep. selling cars. So we didn't smarten anybody up. And I forget who I was doing, and he jumped in the ring to stop me. I put him to sleep. 
And when I, I did, all, all these people hit the ring. I'm kicking and punching them and <laughs> to get them up real quick. But Andrew, you love this. Where the guy paid us, but he paid us in checks. It was an afternoon show, the okay. first. Time. So we got to go. He sends us to the bank to cash the checks. It was on his, you know, the bank that he had written the card on. We go down, and metal maniacs in full paint. He goes oh yeah, in. I remember now. I remember. yeah, yeah, <laughs> crazy. He was in the bank with full full makeup on, right? Yeah. yeah, he was always in full makeup. He was he was crazy like that. <laughs> no comment. Uh, Matt, you love the Metal Maniac, don't you? Yeah, yeah, like bloody hemorrhoids. <laughs> now, Jeff's a good funny story. Is. Jeff, Jeff is me. an awesome guy. Jeff got me my start in the business because. He actually introduced me to Snooker. Actually, Snooker introduced me to him, honestly. Jimmy came walking into a bar when I was bouncing, and me and Jimmy started talking and everything, and then all of a sudden, Jimmy said, you know, I'm going to introduce you to this guy. He doesn't drink, he said, but he goes, watch him. He's going to try to pick up all the women, and i never seen anybody pick up more women than Jeff did in one night. Was You're like, right, too. You're right. He, he knew how to – he had that gift of gab. You know? He did. He and, did. Um, and he was a cool guy. He he really was a cool guy. He is a cool guy. I think he's coming up here in New Jersey on May 7th for uh, Tommy Fierro's um, uh, I, ISPW. Yeah, and, uh, I think so. I'm pretty sure he is. Award, like an indie award for uh, for like ISPW Legends Award or something like that, which is great. I mean, he, Jeff deserves it. He's a great guy. You know? Yes. He is a really cool guy. And he worked everybody. I mean, people bust him. You know, they. They, they say this and that, you know, about him and Snooker. But, you know, Jeff, Jeff really did a lot for a lot of people. And he really he did a lot. He did. People don't realize that. He yeah. did a lot for a lot of people. He did, you a know? Lot I mean, he did a lot for me. So, you know, yeah. he knock, knock a good guy, you know, when he's down. And they people try to do that. So, but they do that to everybody. They're trying to knock me. They're trying to knock you. They don't care. They got nothing better to do. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So, you know, yeah, and I, I look at it like this. I. I look at it like I know a lot of people in the business and I've met a lot of people in the business and I judge everybody on how they've treated me or how they've done me, not on what somebody says about somebody or what, you know what I mean? That's all you can go on is how you were treated, not by yeah. what people say, because people are going to say what they want, you know? Billy, I got a question. Yeah. Of all the matches you ever refereed, name me like, the most important match you were ever involved in. I mean, you, know, you were involved in a lot. A lot. You know, it's it's so hard when people ask me that, Kevin. It's really hard to say because, again, I don't want to discount any of the yeah. talent that I've ever been in the ring with because I've been in there with everybody. Brett, Owen, Steve Austin, Hulk, Hulk Hogan, uh, Sid Rick I mean, What's that? Rude. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I've been in the ring with everybody and I've been in some really great matches and I've been in some matches that haven't been so great. But I say I've learned a lot from no matter who I've been in the ring with. And to say like one match was greater than the other, I don't want to discount anybody's talent in that ring because yeah. everybody I've worked with in that ring has been very, very talented. And I've been blessed and very lucky to be able to be in the positions that I was in. Great answer. Uh, I got another one for you. All right. Were you ever in a riot? Uh, um, I'm, trying, 
I'm trying to think if I wasn't a ride, it must have been when you were involved. I'm sure of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a ring of endorsement, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> um, not that I'm aware. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not true. In Lewiston, Maine, uh, Marius Savoldi had brought up David Schultz. Yeah. And David was just like, a, you know how David was. He was crazy anyways. And uh, it just this big thing broke out and it was this big fight and the police came and everything. Because I remember I was the one that took David because they were going to arrest David. And I put David in my car. I was like, put him in your car and just take him. And so I left with David in my car. And there's this big fight breaking out in the middle of the arena and everything. So, yeah, I guess I could say I've been involved in one riot. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone needs one good melee under their belt, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned Lewis the Maine. That's where Ellie fought Liston on the return match, that building. Yeah, I well, was, I was fired from Lewis the Maine for life. I'm sure you were. I'm sure you were. But I'll tell you an interesting story, Kevin. My father was friends with the gentleman. His name is Sam Michaels. He's now deceased. That's kind of how I got to be around the business, too. Well, he was the one that promoted that Ali Liston fight at the Lewiston wow. Armory. I actually have the original program and my father's wow. ticket from that from that actual fight. Wow. Do you know what was funny about that fight? How it ended up in Lewiston. The fight was supposed to be in the Boston Gardens. Exactly. Exactly. They, they got wind that there was something wrong and they barred that fight from being in Boston. Uh. And Louisville, because it was only a 1,500-seat building. Yeah, no, Lewiston is very small. Yeah, it's a hockey arena. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And they didn't even sell that out. They were giving tickets away. Really? Okay, yeah. see, that I, that I did not know. But, yeah, that was a, that building is pretty much famous for that. Yeah. Um, that Ali Liston fight. I mean, that just, I mean, just the fact that I have the program and the ticket from it is to me is like just pure gold, you know? I mean, yeah. that's a part of history. That, history, man. It's history. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, it is. But so, yeah, I've been, I've been very lucky. Like I said, I've, I've, I mean, just, I'm so like, I feel like right now, so grateful to have be on the line with like you and Kevin and Andrew, because I mean, Kevin has done so much for me and he's just been such a good inspiration and, and it was always supportive of me and my work. And I, I just, I'm like overwhelmed with gratitude. I really am. Well, thank you, Billy. You did a very good job. And that's all you can ask for somebody yep. works. You did a good job. Billy, you're right up there, man. You're right up there with everybody else. You were one of the guys. I try and be. I, I tried to work really hard. I went out there and I just I just worked really hard. And I just I didn't want anybody to give me anybody. All I asked for is give me the opportunity and I'll prove myself. Right. Wow. Right. You did. How many years of great uh, of working with and through greatness? I mean, that's 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 all on its own, brother. It is. It is. You know, and sometimes I look back on it and I see things on Facebook or things in magazines and I, I'm like, wow, that's really me. You know, and it's like sometimes it's hard to believe, you know, that I know all these people and, you know, I've met all these people or traveled in cars with people and had great conversations with people about all kinds of things. You know, like I remember I was doing an indie show and when I used to work in and out off a contract through the WWF, I did all I like had the market for independent shows all over the Northeast. So I used to work all those shows. So whenever they'd bring in anybody, like I worked with Carrie Von Eric the weekend before he died. 
Wow. You know? And it was just so surreal when I got, because I took pictures of us and different things and the show and stuff. And when I got the pictures back, I got them back in the morning. I remember it in the afternoon, somebody called and told me he had died. And I just thought, wow. How Billy, yeah. I don't mean to interrupt, but was that, no, no. Show, was that show where he worked in New Jersey for John Rizzi? No, it was in Pennsylvania for a gentleman named Dino Sana. Dino Sana, yes. I worked and for Dino many times. Yeah, and he ran shows all over New Jersey, and he used to bring in, like, uh, he used to bring in Carrie, he brought in Nails, he brought in Coco, he brought in a lot of people. He, you know, he used to run quite a few shows, and I don't remember the areas, I just know they were, you know, like, they were high school, usually high schools, but he used to sell them out. I mean, it was incredible. Right. Now, Billy, who used to run in that Pennsylvania clique? I remember you had Blaine, Blaine DeSantis. You had uh, Tom Rumsby, who passed away a few years back. Yeah. You know Santa. And uh, about that whole Pennsylvania area had, had their own promoters that ran in that South Jersey, Pennsylvania area. Yeah, yeah. And the, mo the one that I mostly worked for was Dino San. Yeah. He, he yeah. was the one that booked me quite a bit. And so, like I said, I, you, you know, all the, because I knew all the guys from the WWF, so they'd want to travel with me, obviously, <laughs> rather than travel with somebody they didn't know kind of thing. So it was really kind of cool to have that position. And then I remember the, for me, the probably the biggest event of my career will always be the first time I worked in Madison Square Garden. That to me was like, I mean, I guess they say when you've worked in the garden, you finally made it. And I didn't yeah. even think I had made it at that point. I just was like, wow, this is incredible to work the garden. That's, I'm sure you know, Kevin, you've worked the garden many times. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's this whole different feel than any place in the world. It is. It is. MSG is, there's just nothing like it. It's really it's not the sports history, right? And that's yeah. something you get to say across the board. So you work something that's, you know, a pinnacle of sports history. When people talk about, you know, famous arenas in the United States of America, I mean, that that's one of the pinnacles, right? So it yeah, is to have that it history is. under your belt. And, uh, and like I said, you're a really modest guy, but think about the incredible things that all you guys did. I mean, that's the feeling, you know, I, my ass has only been planted in a chair as a fan, but to be on the other <laughs> side, look, looking out. And I got to tell you, that's, that's a hell of a feeling. Now, Billy, who was the, the main event when you worked that, that, that show? Um, you know, I don't remember. All that I remember about it is the the match that I worked. I worked with Kerry Von Erich against uh, Big Bully Busick, and they put Kerry oh, oh. over. Um, I don't, re to be honest with you, I don't even remember. I was such in a, I don't awe. even know, like a daze or awe. Exactly. I was in such an awe that I was just there and having that or given that opportunity was like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I don't even know how to describe it because I was so young then. You know, I was very young when the first time I worked the garden, I was probably only maybe 25 or 26 at the time. Wow. And, um, yeah. So even at that age, you're still, I, I just, I guess I still marvel to this day, Andrew, that of the career that I had and the people that I met, it, it just seems so, sometimes it seems so unreal, you know, like the fact that <laughs> I know career that you still have you're still repping you're still oh, working absolutely absolutely i do conventions i do matches yeah. down here in florida so yeah i still work i kind of get to pick and choose what i want i don't do i don't do a ton you know what i'm saying but yeah. i do I, I do a few shows down here and i like it i still i'm i'm still healthy i'm 60 years old and i still i don't i guess i was always worried what was it going to be like to be 60 and it's like i don't feel like i don't i feel like i felt when i was 50 
or you Florida. Look, you know? Man, you look great. You, 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 you always, lessons, brother. always look young. Yeah, yeah. I try. <laughs> the only other building, and it doesn't compare to Madison Square Garden, but the Madison Square Garden of the West was the Cow Palace. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I worked there too when WCW, when yeah. I was with WCW, I worked at the Cow Palace. That yeah. was another like, in, just incredible because again, that's part of wrestling history. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, that's real, to me, that's real wrestling history. Like now I don't know, is there, I mean, I know there's still Madison Square Garden, the Cow Palace isn't, avail isn't even there anymore, is it? Yeah, it's there. Yeah, it's a circle landmark. I actually worked there, uh, well, I I was there for a signing and they had matches and uh, they drew a pretty good house. Wow. And, yeah. Uh, you think about wrestling I've history, you got to think of the 2300, right? Out in Philly. Yeah. 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 I uh, actually worked for three different people. Actually, four different people in the Cow Palace. I worked for Roy Shires. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then I worked, Florida ran San Francisco for a while out of Florida. Really? really? Yeah. yeah. And Blackjack ran the Cow Palace out of Knoxville for a while. Okay. WCW. So. Spectrum, the LA Forum, um, trying the, Olympic to think. the Olympic Auditorium in LA, which is gone. I actually had the opportunity to work there when I was young. Now, who trained you, Andrew? Snooker, Nikolai Volkov, Gino Caruso. Rock oh, okay. I know all those guys. Awesome, dude. Mike Masters, he wrestled as Rocky Jones for a while. Yeah, yeah I know Mike. Mike trained me, Mike Jones, he trained me, and uh, uh, Jerry Fazio, one of the executioners. Yeah. You know, Jerry Fazio worked for uh, a lot for, um, um, yeah. you know, and I worked for a lot for Mario. I worked a lot for Mario. Actually, Tommy would always run shows in the Parsippany area. Uh, yeah. All over, you know, yeah. at years in, uh, yeah. in that. Oh, yeah. I loved Kutcher's. That was awesome. Awesome. <laughs> That was good times. JYD, yep. Nikolai, BK, yep. um, Valentine. All those guys. All those guys came through there. Mario had everybody. SD, Mike Shaw. I am Mike Sharp. Ivan Putski. Yep. Um, they, yeah. Bob Backlund. Larry Graham. Exactly. It was a, it was, yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. Brutal on those shows, too. Yep, exactly. it was a lot of fun. It was when I think back; those were some really great fun times. You know, yep. they really, George really. Steele, really Steele, I'll, never, I'll never forget the first time George Steele came up to me, and he went over to me and he said, "Come here, here, help me pull these up." I pulled up his trunks and he had a colostomy bag. Yeah, <laughs> I trying to rib me. He was, he was like, "Come here, hold this." He put it in my hand. I looked down. I was like, "What the?" Jump. I know. <laughs> he did that to me before too. I was like, I mean, that was a Kutcher's, man. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh my God. That's a long time ago. Most of those hotels now are not there. Most of them have been knocked down. 
I know one of them is a, a is a casino up there, but Kutch's is no longer has been knocked down. That was a um, land, and that it was, was. No, nope. oh, the Jewish Alps, right? Yes, yes, yes. Like the Neville is gone. The Neville. Um, I'm trying to think what else we did. The Neville Cutcher. Yep. And there was one other place we used to go too, and I don't remember it right off the top of my head. But I know all of them are gone. They're not I there. Standing next at the breakfast buffet. That was one of the funniest things I've ever dealt with. Yeah. And, uh, Yes, no, because they all, they all, you know, that was a big venue for all the comedians up there. Jackie Mason. I, I don't know if you were there to see Jackie Mason. It was called the Bush Belt. The Bush yeah. Belt. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Let me ask you another question, Billy. How did you get into the business? Um, how I got into the business was alluded to a little bit before my father was really good friends with a gentleman named Sam this is father's promoter in Maine he promoted a gentleman who was the guy in Boston there was another guy in yes but he had like the Boston area then Bill Witchy or was it Bill Witchy's like Rhode Island and everything because he had Jack Witchy's sports arena I, I, let me interrupt you real quick second. Historical fact. You know that Friday night for over 50 years? Wow. Wow. I did not know. Yeah. Wow. And so I was kind of always around it. Could do things with Sam and he'd like drop off tickets and stuff like that. So I was always around. So I wanted to be involved in it. But I'm not, obviously I'm not big enough to be a wrestler. So I just was around it when Mario started coming up to Maine. He was originally partners with my friend Sam Michaels. They kind of all got together as a group. So I was right. just always there. You know who Tommy Fernini is, who is yeah. Mario's cousin. Right. He actually was down. And so he asked me if I wanted to be trained to be a referee. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and so he helped train me. And then the Samoans started running left uh, Vince for a while and they had seen me work for Mario and mm -hmm. then they, and they asked me if I'd come do some shows for them and so it just kind of all snowballed at somebody that was somewhere else you know like I got to work with uh, Sergeant Slaughter in Slovenia when uh, and it wasn't Dino Sana this was quite a while ago uh, what was the name who ran those shows in like Valley Forge and um, what was his think of it but because i had met sergeant slaughter and he liked my work he recommended me to that guy the shows with like uh was like sergeant slaughter don can like the mad russian or something like that um the samoans i worked with them they helped to how to take bumps and things like that and i was really lucky they liked me because people they didn't like they weren't in that ring you know really, really the guy you, you try to and i'm trying to remember wasn't he also into entertainment? Yeah. He was John Rizzi's friend. Yes, yes, yes. That. Uh, what was his name? I can't for the life. You were talking about the same guy, though, Kevin. I just his name. I actually went with him 
for him and John to I went to oh. Hong Kong and uh, wow. the Philippines, Singapore, wow. Jakarta for them. Wow. Yep, that happened, though. And then from there, I worked with, I got to work with... What's um, it, Rob? What was his first name? What's Rob, his name? Ra Rob Raskin? Yes, yes. Rob. Uh, Rob. Yeah, it was Rob. Yeah, Rob Raskin. I think he's deceased now. I'm not sure. But yeah, that was the guy I met him. And then there was another guy down in Florida who I met, who I worked for some shows. What was Ron? What was his name? He was friends with Sal Corrente. Sal's a great Yeah, Sal's a good dude. Sal's a real good dude. Um, I can't him. I, I've worked all over. I worked in, then in Chicago, they had a... Um, Paul Alperstein, who ran a thing called AWF. Shows for them. I also worked for Crazy Herb Abrams. You know, that was quite a, that was an experience unto itself. <laughs> In more ways than one, trust me. That had to be. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Were you, you there? Were you there? Billy, when he jumped out the window? That was at his, he, his uncle, yeah, I think it was his uncle owned used, um, a franchise called, what was it? It was a sub, it was a national stain. I can't remember the name of it, but he was in his offices working in, and, and freaked out and was doing all kinds of things he probably shouldn't have been. And that's, yeah, that went down. Yeah, he, yeah. he was crazy. He was, you know, crazy with the, you know, yeah. like. A really crazy you know and everything that he did you know was i mean i th i think he had good intentions and i think he had some great ideas but he, just some people that should not be in the wrestling business as my mother used to say about good intentions pave the way to hell the, the way to hell is paved with good intentions yep. yeah and it was for him it you know, he just uh, see what happens though, Kevin is is like in the business, and everybody thinks they want to be Vince McMahon or Ted Turner, or you know, and it's not. It's just not gonna happen. So trying to be like that is is just you're you're chasing something that's not gonna happen. And I'll never forget this, Kevin. When I worked with Upperstein in Chicago for that AWF, he the first night in the dressing room, he came in and he and he said. You know, by the time this is all done, they'll be calling me Turner McMahon. And, and oh, I yeah. and I looked at this guy like, have you lost your mind? Yeah. You know, like that's something like that. You know what I mean? And he was out of business. He, he just spent so much money, people sick money, sick money that he really didn't have, have. His claim to fame was or how he got his money to get into the business was he owned a processing company for like Visa or MasterCard. Yeah. So that's where his money came from. Blew it everything on these shows. And it just, they weren't drawing. And I think, you know, when I think they saw him come, they really did. Now, you know what really, I'm saying? You have yeah. the opportunity, Tom Cassati. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can say I've had the opportunity to work the times. Um, I can't say I was always, I can't say I was a fan. I'm not saying anything. No, uh, I'm just saying. had good intentions, right? 
intentions, good intentions that paved his way to being broke. Yeah. You know? I mean, he was, he just, he was in the sense of a word and, and, and what, and what I think of a man, you know, yeah. think that he, and why would you do that? Get all that money, you inherit all that and then go and blow it on wrestling shows. And I mean, you put on wrestling shows, but he would he would fly the boys to a a, a venue that was not even ex- even like in the Bahamas. He fly everybody, everybody to the Bahamas or somewhere, you know, just the yeah. it's crazy, man. Yeah, because I remember one time he flew a bunch of people, and I said down there, and he said, "Oh, I don't need a referee." And I'm thinking, how do you run shows and not? I'm thinking, well, maybe your fat ass is getting in there and ref, and I don't know, you know. A little more money, and he flew flew a lot of us out to Vegas for a show that would be in, uh, just a party at one of the casinos, you know. Exactly, and exactly. Money from that thing, so it was crazy. He did, he did, and he just he just blew all that money. And I've seen it so many times. There was another guy in New Boston, right? Show. I yeah. just read something about that uh, that show. Yeah, he, he he blew a, over a hundred grand on one show. All sick money. I was on it. I mean, he paid me like goofy money, you know. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll take uh, it. Yeah, exactly. You got to take it when it's there. I wish. So many I've worked for so many people. I just some of them I just don't remember, you know. But remember that guy and his mother had died or something and left yeah. him like a boatload, really a boatload of money, and he just blew it all in like one 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 swoop. Done, wow. You know. It's all right, guys, I got to uh, we got to take a quick pause so we can pay our sponsors. So we'll be back in about. Gotta buy some groceries. Gotta buy. Yes, sir. Some groceries, some Doritos and stuff for me. Great stuff, Billy. Great stuff, man. Thanks. Hey there, folks. We are back with our special guest, Billy Silverman. Been sharing a lot of fun stuff with us. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you for having me on. Right on. So think I think things that Andrew and Kevin want to talk about, too, is what some of the stuff you got in the pipeline and, and some projects that you're working on. Absolutely. Um. Well, I have some couple of shows coming up in Florida. A uh, gentleman, I work for a gentleman named oh, what, I, what is his Frank Goodman. Frank I've been Good- working, working for some from shows for Frank Goodman. Um, they're here in Florida, so they're local, and he treats me real good, takes care of me. So I do, I do all the Frank shows. Um, I've got some. I can't quite talk about it yet because it hasn't been announced. But when it is, then I'll be able to talk about. It. Really cool. I hear you're going to be the senior official on that show. Yes, absolutely, yep. absolutely. I you're, am the senior official. Everything down by the middle. Yeah, right, right, right. Especially if you're in the ring. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I just might have the devil behind me right there. Yeah. Exactly. You need the devil behind you. Somebody to keep you out of trouble. <laughs> you know? He says really? Probably. Yeah. Let me ask Billy a question. Billy, yeah. how, how how long have you been living in Florida? Um, I moved to Florida in two nine, like three oh. years. Okay. Was it hard to leave Maine or was it good to it leave? Was, it was really hard for me because I'm from there. 
Um, I have a lot, a lot of real. Probably the hardest part for me is being away from my friends because I'm an only child and my family is. They're not only from the wrestling business have friends that are lifelong friends, but I've also had friends like my family. I mean, they really are. And so that was the hardest thing for me, but I just got winters, you know, you, you've been, you know, you're from Boston. So, you know, you know what it's like up there. It's just, it's cold and nasty. And I just got so tired of it one day and I just to Florida. So I like Florida, Florida, the summers are a little rugged because it's really hot super super hot but there's a lot going on there's a lot to do there's a lot more to do than there is um and i just i i just like it was just cool to move somewhere i'd never moved always lived in maine and so i got to you know had an opportunity to have a place to live when i came to yeah it's been all been really fun and then like i said i've worked some shows you know people run shows down here here or there and and yeah i i like florida i really do Billy, where were you in Maine? Uh, I was from a town called Auburn, Maine, which is right yeah. beside, Lew- beside yeah. Lewiston. I was actually born in Lewiston at the hospital in Lewiston, but I grew up, I was, lived in Auburn, which is literally, it's just across the bridge from Lewiston. When I was a kid, a friend of mine's family had a place on Belgrade Lake. Yes, nice, very it was, nice. It was beautiful. It is beautiful place. It really is. We have low crime. Um, but the thing the, about Maine is that we we are highest, one of the highest tax states, in, but yet oh, yeah. we're the lowest in income in the country. We're like number 48 when it comes to income. So it's really hard to live there. I mean, most people have to work unless you you know you work for like a major corporation or something like that it's really hard it's hard to make a living in maine i i was very blessed my father had a great job he worked for the united states for 35 years um and retired from there my mother owned a business so we were pretty lucky i was very blessed you know what i mean because it's maine is not the easiest place to live to work it's it's because there are a lot of low-paying jobs and and it's tough for people to living there now billy how far did you live from tony atlas because tony lives up in maine yeah tony lived from he i live we used to yeah we used to travel together all the time i love tony yeah i love tony too he's a great guy kind of crazy but great guy he really is around Um, tony but probably what's that never the tony in the picture never never (laughs) ever ever especially when there's a pretty girl with you know (laughs) <laughs> crazy, right? what's that crazy it gets crazy after a while with him it's it, funny it does it is funny it's almost it's so calm yeah, no i live from where i grew up from where tony lives maybe two or three miles he was he he lived in arbor when he moved there well first when he moved there he lived mm-hmm. when he first came up there to work for mario and then he met his wife she lived in Auburn, so that he moved in with her in Auburn. And during his second or his last run with Vince, he made enough money. He told me to buy a two or a, a duplex. So he bought a duplex, and he lives he lives in one and rents the other one up above. 
Um, but his wife, uh, from what I understand, the last time I saw actually talked to Monica, she's in a rehab hospital. She had a very bad stroke. Yeah, she and has full, she's been taken care of full time now. She needs full time to help. Yeah, and it's too bad because she's a wonderful woman. If you ever met her, you would fall in love with her. She yeah. just sweetheart. I was very close with her, very, very close with her. And I felt bad when I had heard, uh, you know, she had that stroke because she was a very healthy woman. Um, yeah. She, um, believe it or not, kind of off topic, but she, how she came to this country was she was in the circus. She was a circus performer. You wow. know, that big, you know, that big ball they have where they have somebody on the ball and then the catches somebody yeah. on their shoulders. She was, the, she did that. Wow. And so then this went to which was communist was it east germany or west germany west east, germany was east germany was communist communist oh, well she went to this they allowed she was with to go to west germany and she never went back she you know she fleed she fleed the circuit or not fleed but she never went back because she didn't want communist rule and then somehow she ended up in maine i, mean, I don't really quite remember that she was a one she's a wonderful wonderful woman i mean she'd have to be to put up with tony all those years. Oh, you, got <laughs> you know I hear, I hear tony right now oh come on billy be lighting <laughs> up on me billy lighting up <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got that right you got that you know, right maddie and I, maddie and i had plans, uh, together with tony so i'm sure you did i'm sure you did he he's a great great man he I mean, I'm very grateful for him because he got me a lot of bookings. We used to travel together all the time. I mean, he's a big part of why I got to work at a lot of places too, and how I got seen by a lot of nothing but gratitude. Same for Tony. Here, same here. I uh, I first met Tony, um, Mario, and yeah. then I met again. We didn't see each other for about three, four years, and then I met him in Hawaii in '90. Okay, and I met friends from there on. I mean, really close. Me and Tony got really close. It's one of my yeah. I'd work him every night on the indies because I, yeah. I was uh, the big, the big jacked up meat working him. You no, know? so. yeah, exactly. Exactly. He, you know, he, like I said, he was great. Found, he was great to work with. Um, like I said, we were very dear, dear friends for many, many years. My father very well. And him and my father used to go have lunch. And so, yeah, no, Tony's a good guy. I miss the fact that I don't get to see him all that often because he's obviously in Maine and I'm in Florida yeah. now, but like at different conventions and you know cons and stuff like that so hopefully he's doing well i haven't recently talked to him but hopefully he's doing well well he has a, a youtube channel monty and the he has a show on the a podcast on the monty and the pharaoh youtube network like we do all right I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a unique thing about me and tony i for the first time on tony atlas in the army we're partners in 1980 Olympics, when we boycotted the Olympics. Oh, yeah. Do you remember Jane Kennedy? The yeah. Afro-American uh, broadcaster. She was yeah, the, she no, had a home. Broadcaster. broadcaster. Believe it or not, she had a home. She had a home in, a summer home in Rockland, Maine. Well, she, uh, when Tony and I were partners, I did it, Tony and I did an interview there's no East, there's no West, there's no North, there's South, and we're all Americans. And uh, an Afro-American kid on my lap, he put a white kid on his lap. I'm going to get ready the following Omni show to 
uh, Tony, and Barnett calls me up to his office in the Omni. And I thought, oh, God, I'm going to get fired, right? And he said, <laughs> come on, my boy. He said, do you want some cognac? And Jim would drink out of the, his pewter cups. So oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, I guess so. I figured this is my throat being cut. Cut. He said, Jane Kennedy's going to come in two minutes. And it was her. And she said, this is the first thing we've ever seen that was in a positive light. Wow. So they put us over Koloff and Smirnoff for the Bells that night. Yeah. Played it on NBC News, they said. Even yeah. though the Olympics were boycotted, the USA team won the uh, world title tonight. They showed yeah. Two shows later, I turned heel on Tony. That was the first time I was a heel. Wow. Wow. Yeah. There's a piece of history right there. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Tony. Tony was an amazing athlete. Oh, I mean, he, he he still is. I mean, for yeah. his age to still be able to yeah. go out there and do what he does. I mean, just he's like what six one or six two, maybe yeah. even six three, and the drop to do. Oh, yeah, amazing, amazing for somebody that that height to be able to that good of a drop kick. I'll tell you another quick story, funny story. When he first broke in the business, he broke in the Charlotte, and they yeah. gave him a book right beginning. Okay. So George Scott was the booker, and he said to Tony, Tony, I want you to shine tonight. Don't do too much selling. Yeah. So when he went in the ring, he gave too much for, but you know, a rookie doesn't know any better, yeah, right? Yeah. So back to the dressing room, George walks in, and he said, Tony, I told you to go out there and shine. What were you doing? He said, George, I put on almost a whole bottle of baby oil. I couldn't have shine anymore, could I? All I can see is <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. When no, told that story, the laugh that comes out of him, he goes, Drewy? So much baby oil on, he goes, I couldn't shine any more than I already did. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, Tony's a good guy, though. A lot of great guys. And there's, there's a lot of great guys in this business. There really are. Terry's last match with Bully Busick, or, or that was the one you did at the Garden? Yeah, that's the Garden. I actually did his last mass, match in Pennsylvania, too. It was, who did he work with? brought him in and he worked with a local guy i know i did the match because we were yeah. traveling together and i remember it was a weekend and i took a bunch of pictures and then i went and that was when you these cameras you took the film and you had it developed and yep. um and i remember looking at these pictures weekend and i remember, and then i got a phone call saying he had passed away and it was just it was like wow you know how fleeting life could be that three days ago i was driving in a car with this man nick buse good friend of mine Oh, Nick Fusick was the best. <laughs> he was unbelievable, man. He, uh, he was underrated and such a gentleman. And, and, and he suffered with cancer for a while. Yeah, and I love him. I saw him, right? I saw him about a year or two before he died. And Me just too. amazed at how much he had shrunk. Because he was yeah. a real big, thick guy. Just, I think, truly, 
you know, big. He worked out and everything, but he was like a super, he was just like the cool, you know, he really yep. was. Yep. And not a, not a, I, I don't know how anybody could say anything bad about him because he was a really cool guy, you know, and he was a, <laughs> truly a gentleman, truly a gentleman. A lot of people, I say that about Kevin. Kevin is, yep. has, been nothing no and i honestly mean this kevin you have never been anything but a gentleman gentleman to me and i, mm -hmm. I honestly mean that you know and you as well andrew nothing but a gentleman to we're me. family so, bro. exactly exactly and that's i think that comes when you travel on the road with people people don't realize that it's it's a whole different world it's a whole life and and the people that you're around is who really they become your family. If shit goes down, they're going to be the ones that are going to help you, or you're going to be the one that's going to help them, or something like that. It's like you're you're who you, who you're with is basically who you have to depend on. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. And and there, you know, and and this business creates a bond that, regardless, I mean, you could work with somebody once, or you could work with them a hundred times, and you know become very good friends with them and have great respect for them like i mean especially for me kevin i have such great for what you did with wcw i mean you really took a company that had kind of okay but really was mainly floundered you know what i mean and just really did well because there's money and you really took it and took some talent and really took it you know made it take off you really did well thank you billy but you have to have the talent you were part of the crew but you know, I had the best talent. It was like the 1927 Yankees. It was. It was yeah. the perfect crew. I mean, everybody was there. Wait, you know? hold on. Kevin just put over the Yankees? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, I heard that. And as a Yankee fan, I'm, I'm, I'm well, sticking with what I heard. Put over the Yankees. Never well, they, had the they had the best team of all time, supposedly. Hey, all I heard is I'm putting over the Yankees. We're sticking with it. Billy said about who's the best. Different eras, different times. But times. They, yeah, but it's like in football, I think the 85 Bears were the greatest team of all time. So there you go. There yeah. you go. But also, too, and I, I don't think enough credit goes to Eric Bischoff for what he did. You know yes, what I'm he, saying? Because yes. he he was a big, huge, huge part of that, too, Kevin. You know, oh, I mean, I, I don't... I just, he, he had the, the win that he had to compete with Vince and he was smart enough to understand when he had talent over he brought years of Vince pushing guys he, did. he didn't have to work they were over when they walked in the door door exactly exactly and I don't think people, I just don't think you know in hindsight I think people like to criticize him but as there I can right. say he, he deserved everything he got as far as success he did know what he was doing. I don't care what anybody says. He did know what he was doing. Absolutely. Eric thought outside of the box and he was a huge factor. And we had a hell of a run and we could have probably still had that run, but they bought wrestling. They bought Turner. They didn't want wrestling. No. They didn't care. What no. the... And I knew when I saw him come back from a meeting one day, he didn't tell me that that he was he knew the clock yeah. was right out yeah. yeah and and it's but i think there was a lot of um you know i think that bringing in vince russo i think that was a mistake yeah 
uh, I'm on the thing, Billy. I try to not knock anybody. Anymore. Oh no, no, I, I know understand. you're not knock. I know you're not knocking, but here's the thing. You know, they brought him in. They gave him, but they should have saw what was going on. You know? Yeah. So I don't. I don't blame Vince Russo. I guess no. I blame the corporate. You know. Yeah structure of what was you know because I don't think they truly I don't think the AOL truly understood what the wrestling business was and what it was about and how to make it profitable right and and they were uh, they weren't you know Vince no. is a wrestling guy the North Tower didn't know anything about it. you're absolutely right but getting back to Eric he did a magnificent job we had a great run, and that, that's what I look at. Exactly. That's all. I, I was blessed to be part of all of that. And it was a great run. We had good times. I met a lot of people. I had a lot of great experiences. So I, I feel blessed. I feel very well, I'm Billy, sad that it, I'm sad that it ended, but. Yeah. Billy, yeah. in, uh, in uh, relation to Daytona. Daytona, I'm probably, probably like three hours away. Because me and Kevin are be in Daytona on where, Sunday. Where, Daytona. Where, okay. are you, where are you located, though? I live in uh, Palmetto. Palmetto. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm down near, like, Sarasota, Bradenton, yeah. that area. Yeah. Yeah. Palmetto a few months, um, a month ago, two months ago. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I, I, but the, uh, the promoter uh, lives there in uh, Palmetto. I stayed over there in the hotel over there. And then by his house and... Uh, uh, where did, uh, where was the show in Palmetto? It was Palmetto. The show was in uh, what uh, Lake Waimama. Uh, it was okay. at, at the, uh, uh, this big church arena at Lake Waimama. It was convention center. Okay, and, uh, February, right. February 23rd or something like that. It was a good turnout. You oh, know, nice. I was to see there, but you know, yeah, I, did, I don't even. I knew about it. I might have. I'm not I sure. Up with CWF, which is from Florida. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys. Um, what is it? Um, Jeff, Jeff Weaver. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I met those guys before. I think isn't one of them from Bradenton? I want to yeah. say. Yeah. Lived in Bradenton for a short while. I met and had drinks with him before, and so yeah, I know those guys. Yeah. Like good guys. Good guys. For an office, uh, Cuban assassin and uh. uh can I? Yeah, I know all those guys. Yeah, all good guys. Drew, so Drew, let's let's ask Billy what he's got coming up soon. Do you have anything coming up, Billy? Do you want yeah, to? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I okay. have. Um, I have a show for Frank Goodman that's coming. Say June twenty sixth. Again, okay. I have something else happening, and I can't really talk about yet because it hasn't really been announced. But that's um, November. November. Yeah. Oh, and there's also November too. I don't want to forget November. Absolutely, November is going to month for me. Big month for me. Um, cool. But I do, I do have something coming up. Um, in again, I can't really talk about it yet because it hasn't been announced. Um, okay. But it's going to be something really cool. I, I, I'm really excited about it. All right. So this is one of those those stay tuned moments. We're going to have to have you on the show again, Billy. So as we get closer, you could fill us in. Plus reunite in november i just yeah. can't say where it is but i'm gonna say the full 
four of us will get together in November. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly, exactly, absolutely. So, and then I'm trying to think, what else? Do I have anything else? I can't think of anything else right now yeah. I have coming up. Um, but I do, like I said, I have something really cool coming up in September. Like I said, it just hasn't been announced yet, so I can't really can't really elaborate it on it yet. But then there's going to be also a really great thing happen in November um, that I'm really excited about that you and Kevin and a bunch of other people are involved in. So I'm really excited about that. So yeah, I've got a bunch of little irons in the fire. Awesome. Awesome. And it's going to be on, uh, on April 24th in Daytona at the ocean center, uh, for wrestle Daytona. And I'm wrestling, uh, uh, Romy Acevedo. I think I said his name, right. Um, big Romy from La Sangra. And, uh, that's, that's, that's going on from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. this Sunday. Oh, and, cool. and uh, May 7th is uh, uh, the 80s WrestleCon in, uh, at the Men in Arena. Yeah, in, yeah, uh, yeah. So I uh, can't wait to, to be there for that. And uh, we got where, a lot. Where? Yeah. Where? Men in Arena in New Jersey, May 7th. Yeah, okay. for Rest- 80s WrestleCon. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. I'll, 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 be with the, I'll be with you, big boy. And you, and then you'll be with us also, Maddie. You'll be with me and Kevin at uh, at the Barn Smoker in Orlando. Uh, uh, what is it? The thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth of May. Right on, man. It'll so, it'll be a blast, Billy. When we're done, we'll uh, we'll drop me an address so I could send you some smokes out of the collection for you to enjoy. Yeah, and, uh, this, this is uh, this has been a great time, guys. Uh, we got to wrap because we uh, the hour flew on by. But Billy, thank you so much for coming on no, the show thank, and uh, thank talking you. about thank your, you. your your illustrious career with us. And it's ever going, man. Much blessings, brother. Billy, you've been yeah. a wonderful guest. You're a wonderful friend. And I love you thank with you. all my, my friends. I do too. Thank you, Andrew. I can't thank you enough oh. for inviting me on. Kevin, thank you. Thank a million you. thank yous. You are the best. Thank you, Billy. We'll see you guys soon on the Monty and the Faro Network. Absolutely. Guys. Take care, guys. Thank you. What? Yeah. No, I'm... Yeah, I'm behaving myself. No, I'm not playing in abandoned buildings. What? Again? Now. I suppose you had those people follow me again. Fine. Hey. This is Jimmy Farrell from Monty and the Farrell, and I want to thank all our subscribers. We have now passed 14,000 on our YouTube channel, but I want to ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged member of Monty and the Farrell. Yeah, that's right, folks. There's three different levels to choose from. There's free shirts. There's free autographs. Just check it out and become a member of Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Later.